Shane, don't say what you just said a couple seconds ago. Right. Uh, <laughs> especially. Well, no, the the other part you said. Because, see, with us doing it as a YouTube thing. You, you can, can edit. You uh, can edit YouTube. You can edit out a word or two, but if you go through, whatever. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my, again, multiple partners tonight, uh, starting with Jeremy Brown. You really mix it up. Yep. Like every week, well, most weeks anyway, at Dynasty Madman. Shane Manila. I just, every week he calls multiple partners. And it's just I, know, I laugh, so I laugh every time. I'm like, what? He's thinking back <laughs> so to when he was doing certain movies. Yeah, first of all, I didn't do movies. I did photo shoots. And second of all, that's the first time I ever said multiple partners. Whatever you want to call your <laughs> orgy parties in the 90s that you were having, that's fine. But I, yeah, we're whatever. Oh, my Anywho. God. Hey, what's up? I'm Shane. <laughs> <laughs> and what's really great, Graham, is before I said this, I said to Shane, Remember, we're doing YouTube too, so try not to go too far one way or the other (laughs) for our editing and the first thing he does. Um, But yes, and we have Graham Barfield here tonight. How you doing, Graham? Thank you for joining us. I'm good, man. I'm going to keep it PG and ask you about what that just came up there. Uh, I'll ask you about it after. I've got to hear the details behind that. Okay, well, first of all, you said you're going to stick around with us tonight uh, and do a couple minutes with our patrons afterwards, so maybe we'll talk about it then. Definitely. We'll <laughs> so bring it up again. We, uh, we, we, like always, we have a show sheet. We're throwing it away because a lot of stuff is going on. And Graham, you wanted to talk about uh, some of the free agency stuff because you're doing reaction stuff for your website, right? Actually, before we go to that, why don't you tell everybody about Fantasy Points? Yeah. Uh, yeah. FantasyPoints.com. This is going to be our third full year. Uh, really excited. Uh, you know, 2020, we launched the pandemic which was stressful and then we kind of got like a normal year last year which was great so that was kind of like our first full kind of felt like our first full normal year and then yeah this year is just we got a lot of fun stuff in the pipeline we're watching pga uh very soon for the masters coming around the corner uh it's huge for me and, and tom and joe they uh they're like pga degenerates so we're really excited about that we got a fun staff and uh yeah just you know just trying to Add on new sports, add on new ways to, to grow the business, and it's it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, for uh, me, for me yards just, created is probably nice for golf. I you know, I, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're we're already jumping into every single one of the topics we said we were going to talk about. I know, Graham. <laughs> it's a yeah, yeah. Shane is very very excited to talk to you about yards created. Um, oh, but I'm I'm, a, I'm annoyed. I'm not I'm not excited. Well, we'll get there. I meant yeah. The, I meant you were excited about having the confrontation and the comp. <laughs> He's excited about being annoyed. I didn't mean to say he's the confrontation. Be, he's been telling me about Greece Hall. I already know. I know, but he wants, he, he has, <laughs> you know what? What, what hey, look, for, let's do this. Shane, tell everybody about Campus to Canton and we'll go to the news and then we'll get to that other stuff. Oh, we're sp- sponsored by Campus to Sign up to use promo. No, you sign up and use promo code HQ and get, I think you get a discount on their website. I'm pretty sure yes. you get a discount on their oh website. It's well yeah. worth it. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know what Campus Canton is as a format, you don't know what it is as a website, you suck and you're stupid. <laughs> um, as a format, it's growing. And if you want to start playing in some C2C leagues, I definitely suggest you uh, subscribe to CampusToCanton.com. And what's exciting for me personally is I joined the league with our buddy Felix Sharp um, and a bunch of other uh Debbie Kane, a bunch of other people. And I'm going to get to use the knowledge that I'm learning from CDC. Um 
against them in a CDC league. So that's pretty awesome. I can't <laughs> wait to beat Felix and go, dude, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just using your rankings. It, it, <laughs> it would have fun. to be that case because you and college players <laughs> scares me. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and also, like we said last week, too, if, if you don't know what it is, you can go check them out. And also two episodes ago for our show, we had Felix on the entire show. He talked a lot about it. If you missed that episode, go ahead and check that out. Um uh, all right. So with the with the reactions to all the news, Graham, we actually had some news that happened literally within the last hour. Um, so I know that was what we were going to do with you tonight is a lot of reaction stuff, because uh, apparently is that's what you're doing now over at Fantasy Points. You're writing the articles about the reactions. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we <laughs> this free agency period was crazy. But yeah, it's kind of been nice. Uh, the last couple of days, you know, the, everything's kind of died down here. But man, I mean, we've had this. This was by far the craziest off season and the craziest free agency period that I can I can remember. This is like my eighth or ninth year doing this full time, and um, yeah, it, it's fun. I mean, the the fun part is the NFL has a hot stove now. It's not boring as hell for you know <laughs> free agency, so it's fun to actually get some moves. But yeah, it was like drinking through a freaking. Uh, fire hose for a couple of days. Right. <laughs> I have seen a couple inside jokes for people that know us saying the NFL is taking some cues from Shane and uh, just doing trades every single day. <laughs> but so what would I be mean, your biggest, what would be the biggest news to you then uh, out of all these different things that happened? What's the biggest news for you? Ah, uh, I mean, every, every move was massively impactful. I mean, obviously the Watson thing, you know, beyond uh, all of the, the shitty stuff, you know, I mean, it's just a game changer for the Browns long-term. Um, I, I thought Matt Ryan going to the Colts, like immediately elevates that entire offense. Cause Carson Wentz was so, so bad last year. Hmm. Um, no, a Rob, we get a Rob with a great quarterback and like a strong target share. I mean, there's, there's a ton of really, really fun moves Fournette's back with the Bucks. Brady's back. I mean, uh, you know, if Tom Brady came back and that felt like three months ago now, it's crazy. It does seem that way. And, and when I mentioned about stuff that happened within the hour, Shane, uh, over there with Tom Brady and the Bucks, they uh, have a coaching change, right? Yeah, but what's funny is um, in most years, Tom Brady retiring and unretiring would be like probably top five story in the offseason, right? Like it doesn't even feel like it's top 10 to me. I'm like, man. <laughs> But um, finally, um, a coach that I hate that is completely overrated that was carried to a, a world championship by Thomas Brady, oh, baby. <laughs> Bruce Arians, um, Captain Kango, um, has retired. He has retired. Although reading the story, and I'm sure his agent wrote it for him or he wrote it um, for Pro Football Network, he sounds like a saint man <laughs> he timed this perfectly so his coaches wouldn't have to look for jobs so they'd be forced to hire todd bowles like just it was a glowing story i can't wait to read the real like what happened in the athletic um but the pro football network uh take on it it was just wonderful bruce arians is, is basically jesus um and he has blessed todd bowles with a job um, but I really want to see the athletic article about how much Tom Brady was going to murder that old man if he was forced to play another that's season funny. with him. So yeah, Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles, and not Byron Leftwich takes. So that's job. what that's what it is. It's, you think it's a power struggle that Brady won the power struggle? Yeah, yeah. There's no way. It, it, there's absolutely there was too many, too much, too much. I don't know how you say this. There's way too many rumblings about how Brady hated Arians and um, wished ill will on him. Um, when he retired and that's why he left. I mean, and 
it sounds like obviously I'm not plugged in like you. It sounds like Tom Brady was kicking the can trying to get well more than me. Jesus, <laughs> it sounds like Tom Brady was kicking the can trying to get them to move him, and, yeah. and they're like, uh, nope. And he's like, fine, I'll come back, but you cannot make me deal with Captain Kango another year. This dude is an idiot. I want him a championship. Like, please make him go away. Except it's Tom Brady, so he didn't say please because he doesn't say please to anyone. You agree with that, Graham? <laughs> that's kind of what that's the vibe I got too. I, again, I have no idea. I mean, I have no sources, nothing like that. But yeah, man, I, I think you're probably right. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, <laughs> the Bucks got the full Brady experience, and you're probably right that he was just like, you know, f- this. Like, I'm just not going to come back and, and be 40s, whatever you're going to be at 45. Spend my age 45 season with Bruce probably just couldn't do it again but yeah it's interesting i wonder what bruce is going to do they said he's going to do something in the front office maybe he'll help like jason light with something I'm, i really don't know he's going to putter around on a golf cart probably. um and i and think he wanted to i think he wanted the front office gig too i think yeah. it's part of it but what do you do as a front office gig like what what is that job is it, is it just a title yeah is that what it is it's just a title <laughs> Yeah, he's a consultant. He's going to make millions this year. Yeah, millions. Yes. I just I need everyone to know that I just tweeted out that per Grandfield uh, Graham Barfield sources Brady uh, forced Bruce Arians to retire. Well, he's connected, unlike you. He's got all the connections. Well, and then people that watch us on YouTube or listen to us later when it's on the podcast, they'll hear the origin of that statement. Um, oh my God, Ian Rappaport just re- retweeted it. <laughs> retweeted Shane. Because <laughs> that's the only way it's real. <laughs> no, you know, you know, you know who it retweeted immediately before it's even finished is that JPA football account. That dude. Oh no, I know he's gotten got so many times. Though. That dude is. I, he's he's not even human. It's not a real person. He just tweets everything as soon as it's out. You're like, dude, how did you? It's funny after all the years of all the all the um, scamming going on. Every time I see a tweet from Adam Schefter, I, I make sure it doesn't say a darn, and it's not like it's his his real his real Twitter handle. And I'm like, okay, I guess it's legit. Adam Schefter tweeted it out, but you have to be so careful now on Twitter. Even with Rappaport too, there's that rap report, and they add a P or add a T or whatever, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, so, do you guys think that it matters one way or the other whether Bulls is the coach or not? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I think they're going to run this, you know, the same thing. He, he's great, but yeah, I, I don't think it matters much. I could be the head coach. I would have as much to do with them winning and losing as Bruce Arians did over the last two years. Do you think Brady and Shane would get, get along or would it be more no. like a Brady and Bruce thing? No, no. <laughs> He'd send me, Shane packing for me, just not being able to follow directions. Me and Brady are diametrically opposed on many, yes. many issues. That <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to leave at the door. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We always have the, like, the list of top news stories and stuff to talk about and i was surprised that the number one thing on our list wasn't the fact that the eagles said they're going to go to that uh really fluorescent green <laughs> kelly green yeah is kelly very green. much not fluorescent okay green. sorry son of a bitch kelly green reminds me of the jets though <laughs> no 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 a little bit it does no. like when i see it it does no kelly green is randall cunningham uh, Reggie White, Clyde Simmons, yeah, Jerome Brown, Andre Waters, Eric and the Allen, New York Jets. 
Um, <laughs> a bunch of very bad wide receivers, some cokehead offensive linemen, <laughs> and Keith Byers. And JJ Arcega Whiteside. Well, they've got the bad receivers covered with Jalen Rager. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I figured I could get Shane going by saying fluorescent green, but yeah. I was just surprised it wasn't on the show sheet. <laughs> his, his not being a fan of the Eagles lasted really long. Didn't it? Such a long <laughs> One, time. Like three episodes. No, it was a year. Deshaun, as soon as no Jackson left the team, I came back. That wasn't a full year from kickoff to the playoffs. That like wasn't it. a yeah. it felt like it. <laughs> like Jeremy always talks to me sometimes offside. We need to start going back to old episodes oh, and pulling we, some stuff, you know? I've got it now. <laughs> I've got some now, buddy. You're you're in store for some fun conversations. Actually, you put one on the show sheet tonight that we I can't wait for us to talk to Graham about. I like his eyes going back, back and oh, forth. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, Graham, I saw that you mentioned on Twitter earlier today, you know, speaking with the, about the Bucks, and you even mentioned about Fournette re-signing with them. But I saw you mentioned on Twitter today that you're having a hard time wrapping your mind around CEH and Rojo in the same backfield. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, now it's perfect that Bruce leaves and Rojo doesn't he doesn't get his chance with the Bucks, man. Uh, Arians hated Rojo. Sorry, I know this is going to YouTube. I no, he hated him. It, it's all good. It. We'll make the announcement about it. But uh, yeah. so, why why are you having a difficult time wrapping your brain around it? I mean, <laughs> Ronald Jones has been this like punching bag. You know, he's been like punching bag on Twitter for all these years. And now he goes to like the nut offense, you know, where he could score, he could legit score 10 to 12 touchdowns this year if he gets that goal line roll. Um, and now CEH is like a glorified third down passing down back. And that's like exactly what everyone thought was his floor, like worst case scenario for CEH. Right. You know, it's, I don't know, it's just funny how it's all come full circle now. Yeah, I know, Shane, you had a lot of activity in our group me chats and, and with our uh, listener leagues with Rojo. <laughs> There was a lot of Rojo slander that was uncalled for. Um, <laughs> Rojo is supremely talented. Um, he's not good at a couple things, okay? He's not particularly great at blocking. Um, he's not particularly good at catching. And he has some fumbling issues. But he's not particularly good at holding on to the ball. <laughs> so, so what, what is he good at? Then? But if he can work on those things, he's explosive, man. I'm telling you, Rojo's explosive. If he, if he can... Dude, I, I don't want him getting Mahomes killed. So I'm hoping like his pass blocking is just adequate at least. Um, yeah. But yeah, like Graham said, he could be in place for like 10 to 20 touchdowns. Like Graham said, Graham, yeah. I'm quoting Graham on Twitter again saying of Graham course. Barfield says Rojo in line for 20 <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah. Did he say that or did you just say that he said it? Because I, I didn't hear him say <laughs> that. <laughs> I think I said 10, he said 20. I was going to say, I didn't hear 20. 40. I heard range of outcomes and that's that's what I went with. But no, no, no. I lo- yeah, I love, I love Rojo there, but not enough to actually um give up anything of consequence in a fantasy league more like i was excited in dfb that we have rojo because i'm like oh that's nice we already have 84 years we've had rojo finally pays off we refuse to trade him low and yeah (laughs) i'll tell you right now if you're looking for a guy that's probably what an rb3 that could be an rb1 it's rojo yeah well, I thought you were telling people, uh, at least in the group, I th- saw you mentioning about trades. Like w- you, you're so, so you're saying you wouldn't trade for him. You're just happy if you already have him on one of your rosters. I, look, I'll trade for him, but if people are going to get all crazy and be like, "Oh, well, you got to give me the two hundred two, I'm going to be like, "Well, no, I'm not going to do that for any <laughs> aging running back, no matter how much I like him. Um, twenty four, twenty five, whatever. He's old enough." Um, 
and I'd be foolish to pretend like he hasn't had issues in the past with fumbling, dropping balls, missing blocks, um, getting benched. Arians is an idiot, but <laughs> uh, some he, of it was some of it was, was right about Rojo. He was right. Rojo's effort just like comes and goes. He just like takes plays off. And you, and the, I mean, you can't do that. You can't do that. No. So maybe it was the situation, you know, maybe in, in Kansas City he won't do that. I take look, Andy Reid is a player's coach, unlike Bruce Arians, who's a horrible human being. Andy <laughs> Reid is a great person and he he will get the best out of you or he won't. I mean, whatever. There's no way to know. But I if I had to bet on talent there, I'll take Rojo over CEH and that just feels like Graham said, absurd that yeah, we're here. I like that he said it came full circle because that is kind of funny that we're dealing with thinking of it this way now with CEH as a third down back and Rojo finally getting some action. Ironically, after, you know, after they fired their, I mean, I'm sorry, they didn't fire, after Tom Brady fired his coach, um, he finally gets the opportunity. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's cool because, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we've held on to that guy for a long time, but yeah, dude, Rojo, I, I, he just didn't get enough opportunity, I think. So I'm happy about it. You know, later on on the show, we do have some trades. And one of the trades that Shane made, uh, like we just mentioned, Jeremy wants to harken back to last week's episode. <laughs> Look at Shane's face. But, but before we do that, you know, Graham, one thing that Shane just mentioned was about the pass protection from Rojo. And I saw that again, I saw what you wrote earlier today where you said it's the it's that time of the year where you have to explain to people about the college kids and their past protection. So when when you say that, I mean, are you sincere in this that every year this comes up and every year you have to say something about it without fail, like without fail, like it's like I could count on the like on one hand the number of running backs that I've seen that are like, holy shit, this guy's really good in pass bro. And you can immediately like trust that guy ever. I mean, every year it's just not, it's one of those things where it's like, I think it's totally misunderstood to how often that actually happens in the NFL. Like I went back and I've studied this a couple times year over year, like at most, at most running backs are blocking on like 20% of their passing down steps. It's more like 10%. I don't, I don't care. Like for fantasy, I do not care what happens on those 10% of snaps as long as you don't get killed. Hmm. With Rojo, not only is he bad in pass pro, he also sucks as a receiver. So you get a <laughs> double whammy there where he's like, you know, he's not good in pass pro, but you can accept that if they're a good receiver. You know, like Najee Harris is a kind of a good example. Like, um, I didn't think he was a very good pass protector coming out, but he was obviously an awesome receiver and everything you can just kind of write off. But like, yeah, man. Rojo, you get the double whammy. But um, yeah, man, it's just like one of the bit, biggest things that people just don't understand is like that is extremely hard to stop a blitzer that's 260 pounds coming at you full speed. And like you don't a lot of teams don't really practice it all that much. It's 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 something that you definitely can learn. Well, yeah. And these college kids are coming into the NFL going up against some of those guys that A, have been around a long time, and B, are way bigger than them, you know? Well, the flip side, too, is the way the game has gone in high school and college. Everything's spread-based now. So, like, if you're a running back, you're going to catch the ball. Like, you don't you don't practice uh, getting your shoulders aligned. You don't practice, you know, kind of blitz recognition, pattern recognition. You don't – I mean, you just don't really practice that as much, you know, especially now you're practicing catching the ball coming out of the backfield, practicing all, all that type of stuff that entails. So – yeah, it's just it's a skill that you, you can learn in the NFL and a lot of guys get much, much better at it. Like Saquon Barkley is a good example. He was really bad in pass bro in college and uh, he immediately got better because he was 
he became an every down player. He had to get better. Um, a lot of it's by necessity, but yeah, it's just one of those things where you can learn. Well, when you Saquon Barkley's not a weak man, he's not, he's not Rojo, you know, (laughs) 511, 207. He's like a, 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 a beast. He was his legs are bigger than Rojo. Yeah, he was a quad god before AJ Dillon was gone. That's one of his quads. That's (laughs) (laughs) exactly. It's funny to hear 511 is small, but uh, you know, for you know, for standards, for for blocking running. I'm sitting here at 5'5, so that's why I say it's funny. (laughs) I do love that the Graham's right there on the blocking thing. Like any rookie profile you ever write on any running back, like you don't even need to look. You're just like, "Eh, it needs to work on pass blocking. Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? Graham's like. Well, with these rookies, you know, we, we've talked with a bunch of our guests lately because this is the time of year to talk about that. Are, are there any of these running backs that you like? Because it seems like most of the people that talk to us about the rookies really like the wide receivers and they don't talk too much about all the other positions. Um, I know Shane, like I said, wants to ask you about yards created and stuff. But before he asks you that question, is there any running back that you like? Yeah, I think it's a fairly deep class. Um, uh, you know, I think... There's not obviously there's not a Najee Harris or Jonathan Taylor or just like a blue chip type of prospect, but I mean Brees, Kenneth Walker, great players. I really like Brian Robinson. Um, I haven't fully gotten through this class, but like I, I tweeted this out um, like maybe early February. I I don't really get a chance to like really sink my teeth into these prospects until February or so after the Super Bowl, and it's it's a blessing and a curse because on one side like I really wish I could dig way more into it earlier uh but i just i don't have the time uh with everything that i've got to do for my normal normal job with the nfl and stuff so i kind of come into it with like carte blanche almost like just completely blank slate and i don't really have a ton of biases like i've seen we've all seen Brees hall for the last three years or whatever but um yeah I, I my initial vibe on this class is like the depth was solid but like whoever you have at rb4 to rb8 or rb9 like that tier is really really tight and I still feel the same way working through this class. I'm about halfway done charting it, and uh, I feel the same way. I think it's going to be really tight on day two and day three. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be – I want to get your guys' vibe on this. I think we'll see Brees and Walker go one, two, or three, and then like six to seven wide receivers in, in rookie drafts this year. That's kind of that's how I feel it'll roll. I yeah, know I, Sh- Shane's had some drafts already, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brees Hall, um, even though Graham will disagree with this, but that's okay. Um, he's going to go one-on-one in most super flex drafts. Wow. To be I mean, I wish the quarterback class was a little stronger, but like as much as we like Malik Willis, there's so many questions about him that unless my team's just a shit can and like drafting a running back there makes absolutely no sense and I can't trade out and I'll, I'll, I'll draft Willis, but it's going to be Brees Hall. But yeah, and I've had a couple uh, drafts already where I, I just like saying this. I drafted, uh, <laughs> who did I draft? Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, and Sky Moore. So that's not bad. So yeah, I, I, I trashed this class only because there's not that one, I don't want to say alpha because that's not the right word, but there's not that one supreme like monster guy you look at and you go, Oh, I know he's going to be the guy, you know, there, there's definitely this, 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 the Burks, the Garrett Wilson, Alave, London. There's definitely this feeling that whichever one I get is probably the wrong one. (laughs) One of those four or maybe two of them are going to probably end up being really, really good. And other two will probably be, or, 
even more than that, there'll be a bunch of wide receiver twos in this class. I'm sure there's going to be some wide receiver ones. Yeah. I have no idea which one it is. I'm guessing Traylon Burks. No. Do you agree with that, Jeremy? What are you saying? Uh, some of it. There was a lot there. I think it's going to shake out. I Really, honestly, I think I'm cool with any spot because I think there's tiers of running backs and wide receivers, and I'm fine with getting a mix of them. I think Garrett Wilson is definitely better than Traylon Burks. I, I don't know what that guy will become for sure. Monster, you know, after the catch, um, I, I like him. I used to have him higher on my board than I do now. Um, Wilson definitely at the top. Um, but but what he said, yeah, in, in about the quarterbacks is definitely, I think, what we all have to think about. Like how landing spot for them is going to be important. Like there's not a great crop of quarterbacks. So, but I'm, I'm fine with any spot really, instead of trying to get up to the top, you know, you want the, the first spot, maybe the second spot. And then after that, you know, the, the, the amount you pay drops pretty quickly precipitously, but I'd be fine with any spot because I have things in tiers. I just don't think there's like Graham said, there's nobody that stands out. Although I will go so far as to say, unlike Shane calling (laughs) Kenneth Walker, Definitely not the best running back and a plotter, a plotter. He said that on our show, a plotter. I will never, ever. That guy is the antithesis of plotting. First of all, he's not big enough to be called a plotter, but like, like there's yards after contact, the broken tackles, the slipperiness, like that's one word I would never use to, to describe him. I do think he's top two, inarguably top three. and, And I think he is my favorite overall, but, whether I draft him before the other guys depends on other factors that are going to happen between the NFL draft and rookie drafts. The early ones now, you know, you have to stake your claim. But I have him right up there. And then, and then yeah, I have Garrett Wilson at the top of the wide receivers. I think that's yeah. pretty clear for me. Before Shane defends his plotter thing, Graham, what your response and your reaction was pretty funny. Oh, man. I, I, don't, Shane, I don't know how you saw a plotter, my friend. <laughs> I don't know how you saw that. Um, yeah, he's – I he's the best pure runner in this class, and it's not close. Like, not close. <laughs> oh no, no, I was dead wrong. I went back and watched a couple of his carries at Wake Forest. I mean, he really, really took off last year. But yeah, my concern with him, man, is like you know, one year wonders don't always pan out, and you know, his one year was was awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely like the one concern I have for for Walker Brees. We know what he's been doing for the last couple of years, so. I, I'm probably not going to end up with any Walker only because I'm not going to be willing to pull the trigger on him as high as he's going to go in rookie drafts. Yeah. And I'm fine with taking Spiller as much as I know, like he can't cut and he can't run and he can't jump. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good prospect. But, I mean, but he's talking because he's got later picks and it'll take him. But no, no, no. But I mean, he was, he had a fantastic college career and he looked a lot. He's one of those guys yeah. where, all right, you watched them play and you're like, and then you see his combine when his abductor was strained. Uh, I don't know why I'm air quoting abductor. That's probably a real thing. <laughs> and whenever um, I air quote, I always get reamed by him. So he's like, air, air quote nothing. <laughs> it's probably a real part of your body. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to judge. Anyway, but yeah, he had a bad abductor. But I got a feeling I'm going to end up with a lot more spiller. Unless, of course, yeah, he goes day I think this is good. this is going to be a really fun year to have a lot of bullets in like the back half of first rounds. Yeah. Like if you have a lot of bullets in that range, like two or three, I've got a couple of teams. I have like the one hundred and nine and one hundred and eleven from trades or whatever. Amen. 
dude, that is that is such a that's gonna be an awesome pocket for receivers. Some of these like secondary backs, like depending on landing spot and stuff. I I love that range this year. That's that's where I'd be looking to trade into. If you can trade back from like say the one hundred four, and get back into that range, like that's I'd be looking to do that. That's cool. You know, it, while you three were just talking it. about it, I just realized we're all in the DFB together and we're inside a month to the real NFL draft. So when is the rookie draft for the DFB? It, it, shouldn't it be coming up soon? I, Scott and PJ are madmen and they love doing the draft before the NFL draft. So I would assume soon. Well, that's yeah, what I'm, I'm saying. There's only, there's only I, three I weeks remember. left. Yeah, I don't remember how close we did it to the NFL draft in the <laughs> well, last couple okay. years. Let me uh, get... Let me find our group chat here. <laughs> yeah. While we're live on the show, <laughs> jump in there, see if Matthew Barry or anybody responds. You know what else is late? What? Feels late. What's Where's that? your arch created, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> see, <laughs> I, we, I was I was holding him back as much as I could, Graham, so we could talk about something else, but he's been chomping at the bit to ask you that this whole time. <laughs> uh, well, this year, actually, it's coming... Uh, hold on, I found it. <laughs> He's writing to the group chat first to see when our draft we is. We draft at some point, <laughs> gentlemen. This is supposed to take place before the, the NFL draft. Yeah, mention that you're live on the show with <clears throat> the official podcast for the league, and we are wondering when the draft is. <laughs> oh, my phone just dinged. I got a, a an alert. <laughs> I don't even know if we have picks in that draft. Um, I oh, really? I we do. Yes, we do. I don't. I'm, I'm a, I totally. Oh, you don't yeah, even have, have any picks. Seconds. Okay, good. Then we could talk about all this in front of Graham. Then it doesn't matter. <laughs> he doesn't have any picks. Exactly. <laughs> He's fine. On demand. Meanwhile, we're we're doing a show I live, and he's writing in the group. Right, you answer we, me. We demand no, damn it. Um, <laughs> no, you're you're like I'm a one man charting team, Shane. I'm a one man charting team, and it takes a lot of time. And last year, man, I was moving uh in february so i got real behind last year and i had to watch way more too fast so this year i actually feel like i'm like on schedule so i feel, oh. like I feel bad so then you, then you're totally wrong shane if he's wrong, on no, schedule wrong to me i i feel like and i have nothing to base this off of other than some bad memories it's his report he knows when he put it out but you're gonna tell him when he put it no, out. he might be wrong no, right there were years that i did it a lot earlier because i just it's like February. Yeah. February. It feels like I've read it in February. It was already. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, I remember it, it had to be before Easter when we were, were fawning over Anthony McFarland a couple years ago. Oh, and uh, yeah, oh, that sorry. guy bring it up. killed us all. <laughs> yeah. Well, so if his memory is correct that you used to put it out in February, but you're saying right now you feel like you're on schedule. What is the on schedule for you? When do you, when do you expect yeah. it to come out? And also tell everybody about what it is. You know, Shane is saying this and we're talking about it, but let the listeners know what you guys are even talking about. Yeah, sure. This is the seventh, yeah, seventh year I've been doing uh, yards created, and it's just a proprietary charting system where I'm I'm watching uh, at least six games at the end of every running backs that's like you know that we care about in the college uh, college ranks. Uh, watching six games of their final season, charting every single carry, charting every single uh, passing down snaps. I'm watching <laughs> pass protection. If you want to go back and listen to the start of the show, my whole rant on that. But yeah, pass protection, <laughs> snaps, all that. Um, and yards created is basically what happens after the offensive line has or has not done its job. And it's different from yards before contact because I always have like a sneaking suspicion that yards before contact or yards after contact is like, it's, 
it's very, very yards created is very subjective, but yards after contact is very subjective to me too. Like, you know, if a guy gets touched going through an open hole that, you know, is five yards or whatever of space, like if he gets touched by that lineman, is that yards after contact? Like, so there's a lot, there's, I think with yards created, there's a little less subjectivity to it. I'd like to say maybe, maybe not, but um, that's really what it is. And, and yeah, man, um, I was looking to get some profiles out in April uh, or it's April now, early April. <laughs> like I said, all, before we start the show, all these days are running together for me. But sure. um, one thing I've like had to square away in my mind, Shane, to your point of like wanting to get stuff done early, we're all degenerates. Like we, we've all been invested in this until February. Uh, or like, you know, if I wanted to get this out in February, the most people would not care. Right. Like most normal, well-adjusted <laughs> people would not care. <laughs> Somebody, somebody had to say it. Normal, well-adjusted. Right. I'm not well. I can say this as a fellow not well-adjusted person, but at the same time, yeah, man, like, um, I think I think everybody kind of starts tuning back into the draft like April first, and that's that's kind of what for the next couple of years. That's what we're targeting is to really ramp it up in April. What is wrong with these people? Why would you, what do you do the entirety t- uh, from the end of the it football just seems season lazy. until then? Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Family and friends. I, that's all. It sounds great. I, Distractions. That's what it sounds like to me. Distractions <laughs> on the unimportant things in life, as opposed to fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> but Graham, so you haven't finished charting, but mm-hmm. you, you have at least charted one one gentleman. Um, you were talking about him earlier. Kenneth Walker. Is Kenneth it? Walker. Is did did you? Uh, what I was just about to ask you is how many have you done and how many are you going to do? But yeah. specifically, he wants to know about Walker. Um, I'm going to do ten before the draft, and then oh, TJ got back to us. He said it's going to be the fourth, so next week. So. Oh, sweet! Oh, oh, that's coming up. Good quick. thing we mentioned it. Hey, we better uh, <laughs> prepare. Just kidding. <laughs> we mentioned it. Oh, hey, we got five days to prepare. Monday. But yeah, so go I ahead. Think I have the- I think I have the 305, so I'll be uh, waiting oh. for about an hour. You guys will work through the first two rounds. But, hey, um, win now, Graham. Win now. Oh, I like how my, he said an hour. Do you think the first two – I think, or would you say the first day or how, how long are you going to wait? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first round will go in like I bet nine hours of that. Oh, no way. Um, so you're charting uh, 10, you said. Yeah, charting 10. Um, I'll usually add like a few if there's like any surprises uh, during the draft and then – Usually the class breakdown is like the week after the draft. So um, I just finished up Brian Robinson today. I've got the Georgia guys next. And then like uh, Damian Pierce, uh, the guy from BYU is on my list. Um, that doesn't bode well that you just called him the guy from yeah, BYU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I finished Spiller. <laughs> uh, got a couple more guys left on my list, but yeah. So then, but what about specifically the player that Shane asked you about? Yeah, man, Kenneth Walker. He, he is a bad, bad man. Um, everything you look for in a running back, like in terms of like elusiveness, in terms of uh, uh, missed tackles force through elusiveness, through power, through speed, he's got it all. I think he's a smaller version of Joe Mixon. Uh, he is like. For the first game I charted, I'm like, this dude is going to be immediate day one. You can give him 15 to 18 carries in a zone running scheme. Like he is the prototypical zone running back, one cut, get upfield. 
and explode. Um, I, he, he has like some of the best footwork and like, um, like I was, I always try to think of like, if you can like marry up your eyes with your feet, like Nick Chubb is really, really good at this. Like he sees everything in front of him. He anticipates and his feet don't like, there's no wasted movement. Kenneth Walker is just like that. Um, I get it. There's concerns about him not being able to catch passes. Look, man, I mean, he caught 13 in his final year. I watched all of them. He cut, he catches the ball away from his body. He doesn't let it get in on his body. They didn't really do too much to like scheme him up, uh, scheme him up targets, but that's not really a part of Michigan state's offense. Um, and one thing that kind of like also swayed my opinion, I've been listening to a ton of draft podcasts and Daniel Jeremiah said, Mel Tucker sent him a bunch of film, like practice film from Kenneth Walker, just, you know, in their practices and their, uh, you know, uh, their walkthroughs, all of that stuff. And uh, he said the, the tape was good. Now that could be like an agent based take, you know, like Daniel Jeremiah is definitely plugged in and he gets, you know, he gets things to kind of push, I should say. But um, no, I think, I think there's enough there to like Walker as a receiver. And um, I mean, he's one of the best, he's one of the best yards created backs I've, I've had in the last seven years, 91st percentile. Wow. That's that, that's huge to me. I was going to say. That. I mean, I knew he was, I knew he was gifted, you know, after contact and 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 all of that. And then I saw that in high school they sometimes lined him up as a wide receiver. And I watched some of the catches that he made, and he he didn't look like a running back to me. I mean, he looked like a wide receiver. I'm pretty sure that I don't want to say it's it's like blocking, but the fact that he wasn't used as a receiver is different than can he be used as a receiver. I mean, can he catch? I mean, a lot of, a lot of running backs can't, and there's not a ton of, of examples from his days at Michigan state. Cause they use him as their bell cow back. But the, the fact that he did it in, um, sorry, in high school so well and was yeah. successful and, you know, uh, did find lined up wide and, and catching it out of the backfield. I don't have concerns about him as a pass catcher. The size, I think is the only thing that comes to mind for me. There's nothing, there's nothing else that concerns me about that kid. Yeah. But if you say is you say you've been doing this for seven years and he's one of the highest one like when you say that is that do you have two or three every single year that have score that high or do you rarely have any that score that high so like in seven years how high is he scored then uh, I can tell you right now let me pull up my sheet okay uh, I, I, just because of the way you said that it just sounds like yeah, that it's sounds really amazing, huge dude. praise yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, whoops I didn't filter it the right way. Um, he would be, but, uh, there we go. Let's see here. All right. So I've got five, four or five guys left, uh, to do in this class. So I guess somebody could pop up there. I'd be really shocked. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. The top is Mixon, uh, by a landslide, then Henderson, Drake, Barkley, Zeke, Womp Womp, McFarlane, and then Walker. Wow. McFarland. I mean, the guys after him too, man. Fournette, awesome prospect, has turned into an awesome fantasy back in Tampa. Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, and then Javante. That was my guy last year. Mm. Uh, Dalvin, Rashad Penny. I, I love, for what it's worth, I love Rashad Penny. I, I, I comped Brees Hall to Rashad Penny. I said, he, I said Brees Hall is souped up Rashad Penny. And a lot of the dynasty community did not did not like that comp because they think he's JT for some reason. I, I don't really get that, but um, what, what do they hate? Do we? I mean, we all loved Rashad Penny though, right? Like, I, I it was it's no, injuries. That's yeah, literally the only thing that stopped that guy. Like yeah, he was, I do not remember anybody really not liking Rashad. Penny. 
But and, and he's still around. It's not like he's gone. Yeah, I, I, it's know? not. He's yeah, but we thought he was going to be. I mean, if not for injuries, we I think we saw a little bit what he could have been yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah, those are all good running backs, though. Like great running backs, uh, known for you know certain certain things and uh, household names. All all of them. Javante, I remember you talking about him last year, and that's that's panned out pretty well. Yeah, Javante, man, I'm really excited for this year. <laughs> really excited for him. Melvin Gordon had a great season last year. Everybody was hating on Melvin Gordon, but he objectively played really well and deserved his touches. But bye bye. Like let's get let's get Javante RB one season. Going. Has Melvin, Melvin landed anywhere Gordon's yet? Gonna be like, no, he's, he's I've coming. heard no buzz. Yeah. I've heard no buzz. Uh, I was gonna say I didn't think I, he he'll had be landed. back. Yeah, but it just he hasn't landed anywhere he's yet. He's still gonna play. <laughs> there, there's a chance. Um, Patton, the GM, George Patton, General George Patton here. Right. Uh, yeah, there's a chance. There's like he Patton said he wanted him back, and now that there's no market for him, I think you're right, Shan. I think he could be back. We do have some trades, and before we do the trades, I just want to ask you one last question about your your. Um, how do people get that? You say that you'll get it out in April, but is that something they have to pay for separately? Is it something that you get at Fantasy Points, or how does that work? Yeah, standard subscription to Fantasy Points will get you everything Yards created, um, $50 a year. So you get not only Yards created stuff, but you get like all of our season-long ranks, like uh, you know our waiver wire columns, like all of that. Um, yeah, uh, we've got a really cool tool up on the site. Um, if you just go to Fantasy Points, go to the top toolbar, uh, scroll over to Stats and, and Tools, we've got all of the uh, last um, seven years of data. i got to upload the, this class, obviously. But uh, yeah. Standard subscription gets you in. Um, and by the way, little teaser, I am going to upload all of my old Yards Created articles to uh, to the site here this summer as part of, you know, just kind of like an archive type of thing. So everything that I've written, Yards Created will be up on Fantasy Points because that's Yards Created has kind of been all over the place. I want to give it a home um, for all the old stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, so they'll, they'll, they'll get all of that by subscribing over there. Um, yeah. uh Shane, one of the mm. trades that you what? did, Jeremy wants to flash back to last week, but <clears throat> the trades tonight are brought to everybody by. I don't know. I You're the one ex- who said it before the show. <laughs> you said I you accidentally wanted to close the show sheet. I'm sorry. Underdog. <laughs> Underdog <laughs> fantasy. Use promo code TRADESHQ. It's best ball season, or it's already been best ball season. I'm not really sure when best ball season is. Um, probably already happened, but hey. You, hey. Instead of joining 86 Dynasty Leagues like you want to, it's been crazy people, you, go join um, Underdog Leagues instead because it's like $5, like a dollar, $2, $3. These are reasonable things, and then they go away just like children. So much you never fun, never have to too. worry about them again. Oh, <laughs> so oh my kid's getting ready to go to college in a month and a half. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> But yeah, so tradehq.underdog.com. Do it. <laughs> All right. So, Jeremy, let's have you announce the trade that we're talking about that Shane did. Tra- yeah, I'd like to. You can yell trade alert. Trade alert. <laughs> trade alert. Trade alert. Well, we have Shane is the worst, coming in hot, going after one of his favorite wide receivers <laughs> in the NFL, Amari Cooper, giving up a 2022 one 12 and a 2024 second round pick for his baby boy Amari Cooper. And I I like that trade for you. Tell us about it, Shane. But wait, wait, wait before Shane tells why did you want to bring it up <laughs> referencing well, back because, to last week? <laughs> as Shane said last week, we can't expect anything more from Amari Cooper in Cleveland, probably less even though I said it was, you know, probably flat. 
don't expect too much. Shane said probably less. And you're, you know, it's a wide receiver two you're paying for, and you know, you might get a wide receiver three. I mean, you just don't. And and, and honestly, that's kind of where he's been on that edge. But I just thought it was hilarious that he had that rant last week about Amari Cooper. We had fun with it. I wasn't like pushing back too much, but it, it was a fun conversation. Shane was definitely adamant that you know, meh on Amari Cooper. You might have even said that. And then he turns around and immediately <laughs> trades for Amari Cooper because even Shane recognizes a good value when he sees it. <laughs> and well, he traded a first-round pick and a future yes, second. Yes, he did. This a first-round pick, right. So this is the 112 in HQ1 um, listener league. One of many reasons to be a patron because you got a better chance of getting in a listener league um, yeah. than if you're not. You. Um, <laughs> that is not that is not true. That is not, you might have it. a better chance because we're familiar with you, but you still can get in in a listener league. You still can. Patient. Please, our, 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 iTunes, our iTunes viewers, no, you, you did not say fuck you to you guys. You definitely, you definitely have a chance. Like, there's a chance that you know me and oh Holly Berry still might get together. Like, there's oh a God. chance. No, I don't really me think there's Megan a the chance. Stallion might hook up. <laughs> There's a chance of it yeah, happening, so theoretically. Oh, theoretically, there, Billy. right? <laughs> like Lloyd Christmas right now. Yeah. Um, so you were yeah, saying. So start 11, right? Um, no, yeah. And it's a 16-team league. 16-teamer, start 11. Uh, Amari Cooper's probably sliding in as my wide receiver. Uh, four. Three, four in this on this. Yeah, team. you already have a pretty stacked team, which is not something I've ever said to you in the history of our podcast. <laughs> but you do. You have after all the stuff you've done over the past few years, dude, you have a really stacked team. So he's like your wide receiver three. Yeah, this team yeah. this team and it's got a decent enough mix of young and old wide receivers. Trust me, I looked at that. I didn't want to get to it does have Keenan Allen, who is extremely old, but it also has Jamar Chase, who is the wide receiver one overall. Yeah. Well, whatever. So it has a good mix of young and old. And this is definitely a team that's going to be contending next year. The 112, I again, I I it could end up being a good pick. I have no idea who it's going to be. Is it going to be Jahan Dotson, who maybe he's good, but maybe he puts up the same numbers as Amari Rogers last year, you know, 12 receptions for 180 yards. Um, and the 2024 second. I I, I, uh, yeah. I literally no, I haven't even looked at the twenty four class. I have literally no idea who is in that class. I'm going to let Mike and and Graham tell you how they weigh the trade, um, oh. for sure. But I I don't have any problem with you making that deal. It's a great deal, especially in that league. But just giving up the one twelve for Amari Cooper, I think in this draft, it did, yes. But um, yeah, so it's just the fact that you you sought out a, a player that you. You just crapped on the the week before. Yeah, and and that was really I don't think the point. I crapped on him. Well, I that, called him a wide receiver too. I didn't say wide receiver twos are bad. I'm just saying they're like they're like sevens, right? You want to shoot for ten? It would be hard to come up with another guy that seven. you liked less on last I'm week's show. Date, look, Maybe Nikhil Harry. I mean, I'm it was a it was it was loathing. I'm a pragmatist, right? I'm on dating apps. And yeah. there's there's certain girls that I'm like, no, there's really no reason for me to swipe. This right segment on that sponsored by gonna... Johnsonly.com. <laughs> you know, like, like, like I, I know, like she's not gonna she's not gonna reciprocate this. Like, there's no reason to do this. Like, this is this is futile. And then there's other ones that I'm like, well, this is more in my range. I have a range of outcomes, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> this oh, might be in the high end of range of outcomes, but I could still push for it. You know what I mean? Rojo twenty touchdown season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> so so yeah, I mean, I Jeremy, like you said, I I agree too. I I actually like the trade when you look at it as a whole with our league and all that kind of stuff. But the the funnier part of it was what you had said last week, and then that's why Jeremy was like, "We got to bring it up. We got to bring it up." So I don't know. What do you think about that, Graham? Because you even mentioned earlier in the show that you like those later round picks, but yeah. twelve is a little bit farther than what you had mentioned. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. If you're competing team 112 for Mark Cooper, it makes a ton of sense, especially if he's like your three or four. I mean, yeah, yeah. I love that a lot. <laughs> you know, we didn't do it, but even Jeremy and I talked about it. He's like, we got to pull the clip from last week and everything. Oh, I have it. It's coming out. We have to do more of that. We yeah. have to put each other on this I think I'm just hyperbolic. I think you guys take take way, way too extremes. There's nothing wrong with the wide receiver, too. Like I said, if you have to settle down and marry a wide receiver, too, you do it. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. It's not. You know what I mean? Like you dream about the wide receiver one that you, you could have had, you know? Impulsive and dynamic. Is that what hyperbolic means? I'm just kidding. All right. Let, let, let's uh, let's do one more of these trades and then. Uh... Yes, let's kick it to the patron show. <laughs> we get a trade. We Look, it's I learned a long time ago, right? Because I grew up poor. So there's there's certain things you learn. Yeah. If there's any piece of chicken in broth, uh-huh. it's technically chicken soup. They can, can, they can claim that the meat is in it, but if there's a certain s- small percentage of it, that that's actually in the broth, they can claim that, that it's a stew. Oh, um, so you're saying we talked about a trade, so it goes yeah, so with, a as trade a show. trade show. Ah, okay. Even wow. after all these years, we're still, even though nobody's telling us to do it, we're still trying to figure out a so way to make sure. <laughs> trades are the chicken or tra- trades are the Yeah, no, the, the one uh-huh. trade we yeah. just said is the chicken in this broth. It's a chicken in said. the broth that makes uh, it a stew. <laughs> it's a chicken that's broth it. stew. Great analogy. I, I will say this, you know, uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up and we'll go to the Patreon show, but my phone has 15 notifications from the DFB uh, chat. So I guess we did start a conversation going over there. So maybe we'll discuss a little bit of that in the Patreon uh, as well. So uh, before we wrap it up then, Graham, anything else you want to promote? Tell everybody about anything like that. Uh, are, are you going to be going to the draft this year or are you going to be doing wow. everything from home? It's funny you mentioned that. I was just asking some people today. Are you? What are you guys doing? Are you guys? Are you guys going? I'm going to the draft, and yeah. we're gonna do our show live on Wednesday night from my hotel room. We're we're gonna do the show then, and then yeah. in Vegas we have some people coming, so we're gonna do some Patreon stuff on Thursday and Friday for our Patreons, uh, and then possibly for the week after show. But uh, but those two guys aren't. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching with the kids. Exciting stuff. Yeah, I haven't decided. I'm. Like it's a 10-ish hour drive, maybe 11-hour drive from here from Denver to Vegas. I was thinking about going. Um, I was asking some of the guys, but no one that I work with is, is going. They're just chilling and watching the draft. No kidding. Because it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a few people out there. Like Pat, Pat, yeah. uh, Pat Fetchmaris is going to be out there. Yeah. I think Morris. I think TJ's in the area too. I might hit him up. But right, I'm, cool. I'm, yeah, yeah. If you oh, do, TJ's out there. yeah. If you do, let me know because we already yeah. got a bunch of other people all getting together. So you know, come and and be with us. It'll be fun. Yeah, I will. Um, I just don't have to live stream from a hotel room and be boring. 
because I know I, I'm going to do a live stream at some Yeah, point. you may as well be back in Denver if you're yeah, in but, but room. I get you. You yeah. can come do it with us. Pat's going to be drinking. We're going to be hanging out and stuff like that. It, it, it'll be more of a fun thing than a, a serious thing. So, hey, look, and Mike, and obviously we can't talk about it because it's the iTunes episode and we don't, there might be children listening, but Michael has some connections in Vegas that are good for adults. Okay, all right. So now we're going to go to the Patreon show. So, Shane, tell everybody about the Patreon show. And I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, so uh, we, we we got a patron um, account. And can I, I don't know, you guys didn't notice this, but someone actually joined this week and their name, yes. a couple people joined. Of but course the, we noticed. The person that joined, his name is Shane is the best. Um, I appreciate <laughs> that. Maybe I, I didn't we, notice we, that. No, I did. We, we needed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we needed that. that. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I love our patrons. Um, I don't spend a lot of time talking dynasty strategy or draft strategy or any of that on Twitter. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, You're right. Spend yeah. most of my time in our patron chat because, well, why not? Um, <laughs> why am I going to do that on Twitter? Fun, yeah. And it's a higher level of conversation to be quite frank. Um, Slightly, I bet you it's just a smidge higher. Come on, I mean, Twitter these days is just <laughs> exactly. you got, you got the, the sharpest minds in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, you know, it is true. You know, Jeremy and I, we, we go, we pop in there, we we talk sometimes and everything. But Shane, like, if 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 it was a real place, Shane actually lives inside of our he group lives me chat. There. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's true. The, the, it doesn't ever really seem like you could go into our group me chat and Shane has not responded or been part of the conversation that is happening at the moment there. that everybody's talking. I you mean, jump in there and you try to comment on something. You're like, oh, shit, it was three hours ago. <laughs> They've already moved on to something else. You're like, damn, I missed that conversation. And then I'll like text Shane and I'll be like, hey, he's like, sorry, I can't talk right now. I'm in the patron chat. There's some benefits to, um, you know, not being with your wife and children. <laughs> and one of them is that you get to be in the patron chat a lot. Um, Down Paul's crushing depression. But, but, but I get to talk a lot in the patron chat, which is what I like. So anyway, we got the patron chat, which is just, it's great. Um, the un, un, uncensored episodes of this show, patron episode, swag, uh, Jeremy's little past doing getting some t-shirts. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, give me your addresses and your yeah. shirt sizes. I'm still waiting for like half of them. Yeah, and Jeremy, I, get on it. And just as a reminder, uh, if you're a patron, uh, feel free to nudge me to send you some stickers and some koozies that uh, I am a little behind. Make sure out. you're really clear about your address because Shane <laughs> might hey. get it some to the wrong place. Addresses are confusing. So, yes, please be as clear and ex as explicit as you can be when giving me your address. And, and if, if you you're in London, make sure it's clear that London. that's in England and not London, Ohio, please. <laughs> and if you're in the draft, if you are at the draft, this year, I have some of that swag that I'll be bringing with me to Vegas. So I'll give out some of that stuff to some people as well. Um, and uh, check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out on YouTube. Again, last week's episode, we ended up throwing it up on YouTube. I think tonight we're going to throw it up on YouTube as well. So check us out on YouTube at Dynasty Trades HQ. And uh, we're going to go do the Patreon show right now. And I have no idea what Shane was talking about. And everybody say goodbye, everybody. Yep, take care. See you next week. <laughs> Say goodbye, Shane. Bye, Shane. Oh, God. <laughs>